Hello and welcome to Redcast. I am joined by Steve today. How are we doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thanks. Reds are still smashing it. They're, like it's amazing at the minute. I, I just, yeah. We've been through through so much, like shit. Yeah, see, <laughs> see for me, like I, I've only obviously seen bad teams. You've you're a bit older than me. You've probably seen some of the good teams as well. Yeah, I mean, I've bought 1980. Uh, my dad was taking me the match when I was like two. Yeah. So I've seen some amazing stuff, but this I don't really remember that. I was like three, four, five going on the cop, which, which sounds great, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember some of the songs and whatever, but I don't remember much of the football. But this, like in my adult lifetime, it's just best team I've ever seen. Best team I've ever seen by far. Yeah, I think that as well. Best than the bosses United have passed. Yeah. Yeah. Easily. I mean, for me, I mean, it's it's easy to be a little bit biased as a red, but I don't even think it's being that biased. I really do think it's the best team. It's the best. <laughs> so we go into the United game. Uh, we dominated first half, but we had a scare after second half, didn't we? A little bit. Uh, they had a few chances. I think there was one towards the end of the first half as well, wasn't there? Yeah. Was it Andreas? Yeah. Should have scored. Uh, Martial should have scored. <laughs> I mean that was that was great to see. Yeah. <laughs> see United have passed, you'd never see them miss chances like that. Like the United's under Fergie, you, they were just so consistent, so dominant. Well, yeah. What's yeah. changed? Is it is it the manager? Is it the above? So it's... I think it's from the top down. To be honest with you, the I mean the last few years certainly they just don't seem relevant anymore. Yeah. They were always growing up. Probably certainly more for you. Yeah. They were the team. Yeah. Every 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 single time they always won. It was horrible. Horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's, it's good to see them struggling, if I'm yeah, honest. Definitely, it definitely. is, and it's good to see they're struggling at a time where we're just smashing it. Yeah, absolutely unbelievable. Despite that, though, we, we had 16 shots to their nine, but only five of ours were on target and four of theirs were. So I, I don't think that's good enough from Liverpool. Five shots out of 16. We did miss a lot of chances. We did, we did. Um, Accuracy, I think, is quite poor from Salah lately. Yeah. He's, he's being a bit greedy. Yeah. And, and shooting when he shouldn't. I've put that, I've said he's wasting too many chances, but he won us the game, so you won't talk about the chances. No. <laughs> <laughs> All um, you remember is that minute. Yeah, because obviously thing. that, to me, we aren't going to have what, that last, like, when, when City first uh, won it with Aguero, we aren't going to have that last day of the season scoring the goal that wins it. But was that goal that for us? For me, yeah. Because it's just me, that, 16 points clear off that way. Anyway. When that goal went in, I'm sure I think most of the Reds are the same. I, like, I filled up a bit. I was like, yeah. that's the moment. We've that's, just won the league. Yeah. Was, I was sat in work, so I just couldn't believe it. Um, but do you feel like Salah's better when he hasn't got to think about what he's doing and it's just instinct? So that goal, he was obviously running through one-on-one with De Gea. Yeah, well, Daniel James yeah. was, was trying to challenge him, but he had to, He didn't have time to think. It was just a matter of just hit it. Hundred 100%, 100%. But when he's got time to think, he does I mean, too much. He got lucky against Wolves with the Bobby goal, but when he's got time to think, he just tries to do everything. Tries to just, make it perfect. I mean, it, it was quite apparent against Wolves as well because there was at least two two guilt edge chance where he could have just squared. I think one was to Minamino or something, yeah. and he was free on goal only. Just did, did too much, he's overthinking it. Definitely, definitely overthinking it. We had 54% possession as well, dominance as always. Mm. And 11 corners, now United are notoriously weak on corners. Should, I know we obviously scored from a corner, but should we have capitalised often more corners, having 11 of them? I think so. Again, it's a, it's a bit of a poor conversion, isn't it? It does me again because Trent's so good, but then sometimes he just can't beat that first man. Andy Robertson can't take a corner. He's, no, he's, he's openly said he can he can hit a ball better when it's rolling. But yeah. eleven corners and we got only got like one one goal. I mean, it's me complaining. We won't get it But I mean, I'm just trying to think of points where the pool could have improved against United. I think because Van Dijk is so dominant in the air, it's a surprise me he hasn't scored more yeah. goals, especially from corners. Does he yeah. ever get beaten in the air? <laughs> Not defensively. He's only scored four goals in the prem this season, which is it's crazy because when it does reach him, he always reaches that ball. Yeah, yeah. But when he gets his head on it towards goal, more than more often than not, he scores. But yeah. it's I, I don't know. I can't pinpoint what the issue is there. To be honest with you, we should be banging them in. He should be getting a goal every other <laughs> game. Like <laughs> I know. especially with United because they play a zonal marking system now. If you think back to when we had Rafa, zonal marking used to absolutely kill us every single game. 
that used to hurt my brain. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> so they they're doing zonal marking. So before the game, I was thinking, oh, we're so good on corners, zonal marking, we're going to rinse them on it, and we just didn't. I mean, we obviously we scored from a corner, but to me, we should have done more. Exactly. I mean, that one we did score, Van Dijk was marked by a midget. Yeah. I mean, all right, zonal marking, but there was one player following him, and Maguire sat back on the six yard box and reacted yeah. too late. It should be. I'm not you. You'll do zonal marking fine. But you need to be aware of what's coming towards you as well. You... Speaking of Maguire and Basaka, how bad are they? <laughs> oh, I mean, for the money they spent. 80 million, wasn't it, on Maguire? 80 million, Maguire. I mean, we spent 75 on Virgil van Dijk. He's got more talent in his big toe than Maguire's. Well. I can't believe how. And he's, he's on more money a week than van Dijk as well, by about £35,000. Have they just made him captain too? Have they just made him captain? Which, oh. to me, I mean, I, I'm made up seeing United decline, but... If you're a club and you want to, you're making a new club captain. The most loyal player who's saved them the most in that team is David de Gea. Granted, he's not as what he's not what he used to be anymore. But why is he not the captain? Like, imagine what that feels like to loyal players that someone's come in in the summer because he's they bought him for a big fee. It's like, oh, you can be our. Club he's captain, done man. over the past few years so much for United. Yeah, he's kept him in the kept it's, him in everything, hasn't he? Yeah. Really, he's, yeah. he's been the best player for a number of seasons. And he's been there. Is, he, is there any players who've been there any longer than him? I, I don't think so. Maybe Rashford, because he's been there since he was a, a kid. Yeah. But in terms of like first team minutes, I think the high is probably. If you well look at the, the incident where uh, they give the, the foul against Van Dijk for that goal, yeah, I mean, the United have been done for that controlling the players and all that. But if, you, if you've seen that picture of them all running at the ref, you see who's the most angry and the most it's passionate, the and it's the Haya. And by, by the way, that was definitely not a foul. <laughs> VAR's taking the piss it's on that def- one to be honest with you. definitely not a foul. Um, they said it in the studio as well. Even Roy Keane said that it definitely wasn't a foul. And to hear someone like that who's United through and through saying that should have been a goal. That, that, must, a good have that must have choked well. them. That must really have choked good. them. And to like, watch them before the game as well, him and Everett, yeah. saying the title's Liverpool, that must have hurt them. It was the best thing I've ever watched, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. Especially yeah. Everett. Uh, getting back to that Van Dijk thing, he was like, he couldn't have... There's no other fair away he could have attempted to That's get right, that ball. That's right, he moves himself out the way, didn't he? And De Gea's knocked it. It reminds me of when Pickford knocked it for Divock. Yeah. He just knocked the ball and amazing finish by Bobby. Should never have been ruled out. And oh. robbed of his goal from Anfield, which hasn't happened for for some time. But yeah. he can score away all he wants. I'm not bothered with his score Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's got 25 away goals, who cares? Yeah, exactly. But people are talking about Van Dijk, but how good should Gomez? He's not talked about enough because no. of Van Dijk. And everyone's been saying, like, oh, Massab's back now. Massab doesn't get in this team. No. Massab's Lo- unbelievable, but he doesn't get in this team. And Lovren hasn't got a shot. No. They'll probably both play Sunday. Yeah. I think it'll be Massab and Lovren the back on Sunday against Shrewsbury. So, but it's good, like, years ago, Liverpool's defence was so bad. And so I have a, a defence now where I personally strongly believe, everyone talks about Laporte and City and their decline. I think if Van Dijk wasn't in the team and we had Gomez and Massab, we'd be all right. He would, yeah. I think obviously I don't want Van Dyke to get injured. No, I mean uh, we, we 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 might lose maybe one or two games, or we might draw a game where we could win, but it wouldn't it wouldn't cost us the title. Yeah, because without Laporte, they've just crumbled. Yeah, yeah. And then to be honest, with you, I never used to think last season. I don't think back to their games. I think, oh my god, Laporte is world class. He's no, a good defender, but I don't think he's he's world class. Is he that important to them, or if the heads just gone? I think the heads. Have, I think as a good got further and further ahead. I think they've just the heads have gone because. Even by Fernandinho, he's not as good as I as I last remember watching City. He, I mean, the last couple of years, he's been one of their most important players. Well, they didn't play, he wouldn't notice yeah, even he's not there. Like. But I just... <clears throat> Gomez. 4-6 duels won, 91 successful passes, dispossessed once in the game. Van Dijk's apprentice, really, isn't he? He is, he is. And you say you can stick any one of our central defenders next to Van Dijk and they'd look... It looks special, but he stand alone. He would, uh, I think he's he's been playing absolutely sublime. Yeah, unbelievable. And Henderson as well. Now, you know, <laughs> obviously, I did not like Jordan Henderson. I'm the first one to admit it. He wasn't my favorite player. I thought he was rubbish. I've called him a crab. He used to just, <laughs> used to just pass the uh, ball sideways. Yeah. Six successful tackles in this one. Seventy six successful passes. Is he in PFA Player of the Year for? He should be. He should Who's be. I mean, he's, he's. It's looking like the league's ours. Yeah. I don't think anyone 
If right Liverpool, I don't think anyone in the right minds would say if that. If we he's... slip up now, I'll never watch a football again. <laughs> but yeah, that'd, that'd kill me, to be fair. I mean, Henderson, the guy has won. Assuming we win the league. Everything he can win in a year. Bar like the league and FA League Cup and FA Cup, but he's no, won, he, won he the makes, Champions League, Super Cup. He Club might still win Club. the FA Cup. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not you can't rule that out. I I I don't think we'll go far in the FA Cup. I don't I don't the cha- I think the Premier League's full focus for Klopp. Uh, I think he wants to get it wrapped up as soon as possible. Um so that we can focus on the Champions League yeah. and try and do the double. If we've done that, that's just dreams, isn't it? Yeah, I mean but I still think the FA Cup we you look at the team we put out against Everton. They've done a job. They've done a job and that's like That's Everton's fully, first team. That's well. Everton's first team and they're you know, mid table Premier League side and in the earlier rounds, we're only going to come up against so many teams like like that, like that. Yeah, I think Shrewsbury was more as a game up and but we'll talk about that in, yeah. in a bit. But what did you make of Ox's reaction? I mean, he's come back from injury. It wasn't his best game he's ever played in the mm. red shirt. But for me, that reaction of punching the the chair in the dugout was just sheer passion. Like I want players that don't want to come off the pitch. He was playing United. People still regard it as one of the biggest games of the season. It's not anymore. But that passion is what you want at Liverpool. You, you do. You want to see that. And the same... It's a similar thing with Mane. As a go coming off a couple of months back, it shows that he cared. And yeah. I think for Chamberlain, it was like partly frustration because he never had his best game or whatever. But it's good to see that. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, well, I, don't, I don't want to see me players walking off with a big... Big smile, you know, big smile. Oh, I can get a rest now or whatever. You want them wanting to play. I was wanting to do well. A bit disappointed to not see Minamino against United. I think, I mean, I know we struggled at the start in the first half against Wolves, but we'll speak, touch on that later. But mm. I would have, I think he would have done really well against United. I think and, the midfield was crying out for someone like that. He was just everywhere. Just yeah. another Bobby. Bobby was obviously in the game as well, but just another Bobby. Two Bobbies against United would have. Yeah, I think in years gone by, you'd have probably got a game, but because the bench is that strong, the squad's that strong, Yeah, it's hard for anyone coming in, and he looks like he's he's made for us, Yeah, but he's going to need a few games. Time. Need what time. do you think about Jürgen? He always seems to take Mane off and leave Salah on. Now, it was the right decision against United because Salah got the winning goal, but for me, Mane just adds that little bit more than, than Mo. I, I think so. Um, Salah's not been at his best. Yeah. We say, I mean, we say, I mean he's, got, he's, he's he's scoring us winners and he's doing bits like, but I think we've just been, we've that first season he had, we've just been overprivileged by him in a sense of like he was just unhuman. So now <laughs> we ex- we're expecting that, but it was never ever going to be like that, was it? Did and, and he can't do that week in week out forever. Yeah. But uh, man, I just offers something a bit different. If we were to get rid of any of the front three, I think I'd go with Mo. If someone was to say to me, you can bring Mbappe in. Which one are you losing? It'd be Mo all Salah day. All day. Uh, yeah. And it's harsh because yeah. he, he is, he's world class, but I just think he's more replaceable than the other two. Especially Manny, when Manny's. I mean, I think he's had a few. If, uh, he's not been at his best in the past few games, but when Manny's got it switched on, there's no stopping him. He's the best player in the world. Yeah. I'd, I'd go as far as saying that. He, he's up there. He's up there. Apart from, obviously, like Van Dyke. Got, yeah. But I, I'd. Mane for what he's done for the pronoun which he's improved I would say he is he is the best player in the world I write Messi and Ronaldo out of it now because for me like with the Ballon d'Or this year Messi's done it so often so what he done last year was not no, was nothing new it was normal it was just Messi, Messi yeah <laughs> um, but then with Van Dijk what he done for Liverpool he, he should have obviously won it but Messi's Messi isn't yeah, he Messi's Messi he gets it just by name and even if Messi has a, a bit of an average season he's still he still gets major stats because, because he's well messy. he's in a shit league and he's messy. Yeah, exactly that. <laughs> but 33 points ahead of United with the game in hand. We are now currently uh, at the date of recording. Is United still a big game for Liverpool? Yeah. I mean, for yeah. me, although, you know, the, the last few years they, they've been 30 points behind us, what it was 30 points last year or whatever. So as a, as a title challenger, they're not really that relevant. But just through the history of the two clubs, I think... I always get the buzz for the United game. See, I, I had that buzz, but you when I was younger, the buzz used to just be, we're going to beat today. <laughs> Where, like, on the weekend, it was just, these are rubbish. So then, when the game was panning out and it looked like they were going to score, I was just like, how? How Liverpool? Like, we abs- I, I honestly thought 
we would have had a performance like we did against Leicester against United. Mm. But then it just goes to show Liverpool felt like they didn't need to turn up on the day and, and absolutely kill it. Because when Liverpool want to turn up, they'll turn up. The City game and the Leicester games, they've yeah. just turned up. We're probably not going to turn up again now and be the Liverpool <laughs> we know and love till City again. That, we don't play a team outside the top six. Inside, yeah, inside the top six again till City. Yeah. So we've got... We could literally wrap the league up before we the balls kick that City if they because they've got to play uh, like see United, uh, Chelsea, Tottenham mm. in that time. So there's points yeah. going to be dropped somewhere, and I think that's a, a bit of a pattern for Liverpool this season. They've done enough to win the game, whoever that game may be. If we turn up and we're playing like an average team, Villa or you know whoever it might be, they do enough to be Villa. And then we'll turn up against City, and City will step it up. So we'll just step it up, and we'll just do enough to get the through king the game. The last minute goals, aren't we? Again against Wolves. So we're going to talk about some real competition now. Though Wolves to me was a bigger game than United. Wolves offer more, they challenge more. Some game, they play some fantastic football. Wolves. That's I think they're the best opponent we've come up against this season. They give us a game. They give us. They give us a. They give us a scare. That Adama is just a unit. Yeah, and he had Robbo blowing out of his ass after about half an hour, and I don't think he recovered. Well, how good do you think Adama is? Wolves are rumored to be asking for seventy million for him. Should we look to pay that and have? A, but then, if you're paying that much money, is he covered to front three, or would he be expecting to start? I think he's had one one good season, is he? Yeah, he had a decent end to last season. I start. I wouldn't pay seventy million for him now. Yeah. I think it's a bit of a risk. It could be a one season wonder. Although looking at him, you know, he looks the, he, 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 looks he looks the business like, but time will tell. I think he's going to end up being a United player uh, in the sense of they just look to buy anyone they can at the minute, um, just just so they can say to the fans, "Oh, we've tried." Sort yeah, of thing. We, we've bought you know the most popular player in the league or yeah. the player people think is going to do the best or whatever. But then don't really look into when the to players are willing to Bruno Fernandes, and I was worried about that. I beat him. Very highly, and that's just official down by the by the sounds of it, yeah. But a battle of Dharma, he's twenty three. Just think of the the potentially could reach under Jurgen. Yeah, I mean, you say if, he, if he's going for twenty thirty million, I would say snap him up. Yeah, but seventy million, I think. I think they what Wolves looking at. They want to make a profit, and they know given today's market. That's that's nothing anymore. I think if you was to buy Van Dijk now, he's probably easily 150, yeah. 200 million. Yeah, yeah. So just, the today's market's just went crazy since all the big the big money moves have ha- have happened. Yeah. And there's only gonna be there's only gonna be so many clubs who are gonna have the money to be spending seventy million on them. On a Wolves player, I know. It's gonna be the the. I mean, I couldn't even see City going for him. I I, I don't think he'd start for City. I don't think he'd yeah. start for us. I think City are going to have a big rebuild in the summer, but I, I still don't think he, they've got Bernardo. They've got Bernardo, yeah. they've got Mares. Yeah. When, he, when he comes in, he does a job really well. A few years back, as I took Mares. Yeah. Now, no. <laughs> yeah, no chance. But with that game, we had 13 shots, 6 on target. Wolves had 10 shots, 3 on target. I believe if Wolves were more clinical, they would have beat us. Yeah. Because yeah. they were... The way they passed the ball, they had cross-field passes... They were just killing us off, like, and when, you couldn't, and you couldn't have come away saying, "Oh, we didn't deserve to get beat," or because they, the one team this season they've had an actual goal for us. Yeah, and you couldn't they weren't scared of us. They weren't like these are the European champions, soon to be English champions. They weren't like in awe of the players. They just went for it and just didn't give up. And they played a bit like when Liverpool are killing games off. Like when you think back to Spurs and the crossfield passes we do, so the players are constantly running side side, killing them off. Mm. Wolves were doing that to us, and they weren't messing up either. Like their pass completion rate was something stupid, like six hundred not passes they completed. They were, they were. When I was watching, I just thought they're doing this to kill us off. They were happy with a draw, and rightfully so. If they got a draw against against a good pull, that's a massive result for them. But. We found a way again. We did, we did. All uh, one thing that I was quite impressed about with Wolves is they they isolated our fullbacks. There yeah. was there was numerous times where uh, Robertson would be on his own and there'd be it'd be Traore and then you'd have that Doherty and then you'd also have Neves coming over. So you'd have three players on Robbo on Robbo and then the same on the other side with Trent. They play quite similar football to Liverpool in a sense of they kill they can kill games off and they know how to play. I think he'll go under the radar a bit for, for Wolves from that game because everyone's talking about Traore but that Pedro Neto he's, he's going to be yeah. some player I mean, he's only 19 a Mexican so he reminds me a little bit of Chicharito when he went to United that type of player mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's just everywhere I just hope for this sake he doesn't do something stupid like go to United 
Yeah. He, he needs to stay at Wolves. Um, and the Raul Jimenez as well. They've got, they've got, got some a, talent, haven't they? They've the got team. some really, really good players there. Neves is one for me. I'm a bit disappointed in Neves, to be honest with yeah, you. the hype I remember when he first went to Wolves, he was in the Championship, yeah. and it was unbelievable. He was scoring goals from like 30 yards. Yeah, we all, f- I, I, I remember thinking. I had him in my fancy team the first time. <laughs> I was like, right, I'm having that. And he's um, just, I, I mean, he's good, but he's not He's not what everyone made him out. He's not lived up to the hype, which is disappointing. And I'm, you know, he's a decent enough player, but he's still a kid. But then it's just, I think, I think the likes of them are under the best coach they can be. That you know, spirit. So mm. he's Portuguese. He's working with Portuguese players. The core of that's Portuguese. And I, I think Wolves are unlucky to be where they are in the table. I think they should be top four. I was I just think thinking they're a better side than Chelsea. This if year. they give the manager time and if he can keep that group of players, maybe add a couple that they can challenge top four. I think them and Sheffield United are the bit standout teams this year, apart from Liverpool. I think when everyone's saying the league's being horrendous, everyone just says that because Liverpool yeah. win. But when you look at Sheffield United, what they've done, Wolves, what they've done, the, the league's got some seriously talented teams in it. Yeah, Sheffield United have really impressed me and surprised me, to be honest with you. I thought they yeah. were going to come up and you know just be hovering above the relegation, be a whipping boys for a few players, a few teams. But they've surprised they're a really good team. They play good footy. The game against City they were unlucky to get beat. Yeah. They, they absolutely dominated City for the whole game. City looked lost. Mm. They were lucky. Um, Aguero saved them again. Best striker mm. the Premier League <laughs> ever seen. I, I, I'll stand by that. He's made plays for City. He's, yeah. he's some player. But Sheffield United are incredible. So Wolves. So it surprised me. Um, Liverpool actually had 54% of possession against Wolves. Which surprised me. I, I thought they would have had possession in that game more. It just seems like that Liverpool were just chasing the game a lot, a lot of the times. But Bobby again, uh, obviously it come from, we spoke about it about in the United game, it come from Mo being, would you say, greedy? I mean, to a certain extent you want your strikers to be greedy. Yeah. Because that's what, that's what they're there for, they're there to score goals, I think, but they've got a, a stress each situation. Like, there's times there where Mo, fair enough, he's, you know, he's made eight, eight yards out from goal. But he's got five defenders in his way. Yeah. And it's like, you're not going to score from there. There's a time to be greedy and when you've got that many defenders in your way, that's not well, the time you to touched shoot. on it before with the, with the Minamino. He was through on goal. It was just a, literally a square field pass. Mm. And Minamino, we know he can finish. He scored on field. We know he can score goals. But I just don't know. When he, like I said, when he's got that time to think, <laughs> it's just like... It takes back to the Chelsea, the Chelsea goal when he didn't have time to think. And he yeah, rocked it. Now I think he's he's a perfectionist with Salah, and you do want perfectionists, but he just wants everything to be perfect. And sometimes he just takes that too many touches. It's, he he does. He's so guilty of overthinking when he's got time. Yeah, he's a massive confidence player as well, um, but he's just one of them players who, if in the moment if it happens, there's nobody better than him. No. But then when he's got that time to think about it, he just. He lacks that little bit. I know. You look back to, was it against um, Watford at Anfield a couple of years back, and he was in that situation where he had five defenders in front of him. And he went to shoot, and he just dinked, and they all fell over. Yeah. And he scored, so I think he had more time to think about it the other day. And that's what that's what messed him up, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. When because when it's just like a, a second decision, and he's got to go with the first thing he's thought of... Mm-hmm. He's, he's unbelievable but when he's just got that time to think shall I do this or shall I do this then he, he ends up choosing the latter and it usually doesn't work I think that's probably the case with most players but it just seems more apparent with Salah definitely definitely Joe Gomez again Rolls Royce <laughs> defender 87 successful passes 4 blocks 2 out of 2 defensive duels won 1 out of 1 offensive duels won 100% success rate no player on the field at 100% aerial duel success rate other than Joe Gomez that's that's incredible to be honest with you. He's and a kid still as well. He's still a kid and he is so lucky to be learning from Van Dijk because yeah. he would have been, you know, a good defender or a good player or whatever. But I think that the, the learning curve that he's on with Van Dijk next to him has just shot him. When, so high, when you so think fast. of Liverpool's defence as well, Gomez naturally is a right back, yeah. so he's got the pace. Trent's got pace. Robbo's got pace. Van Dijk is so fast. <laughs> So it, our whole defence is just rapid, but mm. Joe Gomez, for me, learning from the best defender ever. Is it fair enough to say that about Van Dijk, the best ever? It's, it's easy to say that using your your, your memory, because like, they're the most recent players, you'd always feel like they're the best, but I mean, I can't think. Is he best in Hansen stuff from back in the day? I, I was too young to really... 
See, I've seen, I've seen people saying he's, he's the best they've ever seen. So and we have, when you think about it, Liverpool have had some phenomenal defenders when you mm. think there's been like Hansen and like modern days has been Carragher's, Hippier's. Like the best I remember is Hippier. Yeah. Um, he was immense. He was a, similar to Van Dijk where he, he just seemed to be. He was just in the right place. He didn't have to run. Or, I mean, if he got someone in behind him, he couldn't turn. Hippier, yeah. But it was very rare he would have to do that because he just won everything. Well, I haven't been this excited as a centre-back partnership since... Carragher and Hippier. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's loads of people always say and Carragher himself has said he was never that good, he was just passionate. But to me, Jamie Carragher was was unbelievable. He, he, the passion he had, the love for the team. He he was the voice, although Gerard was the captain, he was the voice and Gerard said that himself. But that partnership now, I don't even think would get into this Liverpool team ahead of Gomez and Van Dijk. No. No. Carragher wouldn't get in again ahead of Gomez, I don't think. No. Just on you can't get in just on passion and Carragher was an alright footballer and he was a good defender but he gave it his all yeah and he was probably one of my favourite players Carragher yeah, most yeah. I mean everyone talks about Gerrard but for me for me Carragher was probably my favourite player just for his love for the club his passion his knowledge of the game he, he was unbelievable but to say to, it's credit to Joe Gomez really saying Carragher wouldn't go in over him mm. because don't, the worry Carragher's but, I mean he's he, he's seen as one of the best defenders we've ever had yeah Rightfully so as well. When you think back to a few weeks ago when Matip was injured, everyone's like, "What are we going to do?" Because Gomez, when he had played, had been shaky mm. and had a mistake in him. Like like Lovren, he's always got a mistake. Oh, I mean, yeah. he can have a good game, but he won't make one, one mistake in that game no matter what. But since the last, apart from the Wolves game where we did concede, that was the eighth game he's played with Van Dijk, and seven of them were clean sheets consistently. So you just you just can't change. You can't change that. Back. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't take him out. I mean, I'll take him. I take him out, obviously, for the the Shrewsbury game. But going forward in the Premier League, I think that's got to be your your centre back pairing as Van Dijk and Gomez. And when when you look at the Liverpool team as well, it's it's not one of them teams that's going to be like this year and then next year it'll be City again. No. When you look at the team, every no the oldest players are Milner and Henderson. Yeah. Now there's already backups for for them coming through. Obviously, Liverpool probably go in the market again this summer and play and probably. I think it depends if Leeds come up. If Leeds come up, I think James Milner will. I think leave. he'll want to. He'll want to finish his career at Leeds. Yeah, well, I wouldn't hold him against him. He's been the the best free transfer I've ever seen. He's he's yeah. some player, James Milner. He seems to be getting best with age. But the, when you look at our team, they're all young. Every single one. He can play for the next five years for the pool. I mean, yeah. Trent is obviously probably going to be the club captain eventually one day. Um, after Hendo, I think it's probably going to go into Van Dijk, which. Rightfully so. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it'll be a, a toss up actually if the all the players are still there when Henderson hands the armband over. It's going to be either Trent or Van Dijk, and you could argue a case for either. To be honest, yeah. Nobody Trent. I mean, think I've I seen a stat the other day. I think he's he's close to having the same amount of assists as Paul Scholes. He's twenty two. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Twenty one, twenty two, twenty two this year. So, and the accolades that Paul Scholes got through his career. Yeah, I mean, Paul Scholes is an unbelievable midfielder, but. In terms of assists, it, it's like having De Bruyne at right back, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I've heard that before, and it's so true. Yeah. To have someone who can pass that accurately from that day, you see some of the crossfield passes he plays to Robbo, it's like... Unbelievable. He doesn't even have to look. He just knows, doesn't he? He, he just knows. I mean, and that's obviously, like, drummed into them in training or whatever, but to have the, the technique to pull it off <clears> that age... It's such a smart move, I think, from Jürgen as well, because people, people think it was Rodgers who give... Trent's debut, it was Jürgen who, who brought Trent through the team. Mm. And tr- Trent naturally is a midfielder. Yeah. And it was Jürgen's decision to push him out to right back. And now he's probably going to be the best right back ever. Yeah, it's looking that way. Ever, like in, in the world. Like, he's got, I mean, he's got some competition, like, but you got to see how it's going to be. When you think of like peak Danny Alves, yeah. is Trent far off? I don't think he is. Skill, technical. Probably not. You got. You've got to. You just got to see what he wins. In his he's career. the best passer of the ball I've seen from for fullback. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. In, in my lifetime, anyway. Mm. You go another assist for Henderson, which we're going to go on to now. Again, sublime. Some stats for you on Henderson though. Hundred percent dribble success rate, eighty percent pass success rate, got a goal and an assist. Four of his life, isn't it? Yeah, I like. I was like you. 
I used to slate him. I used to call him all shots. I think everyone did. Like Yeah, the majority of there'll be the few who will claim that they never did, but you're lying. Everyone did. Everyone called him a crab and everyone was like, just turn around and pass the No matter whenever the team was announced, if you went on Twitter, he was rinsed. Yeah. Microphone was the biggest hater of Jordan Henderson you'll ever meet. Now he's moved on to Alana. I think he just yeah. has to hate someone. I mean um, me but... and you have had plenty of like conversations through text in the past few years over Henderson playing and it's like I made up for him to be honest with you. I yeah. made up. He's just basically just he's doubt. He's shut all the aces up. He's shut he? all the aces up, and he's gone. He's just flexed. And it's gone. just since Madrid. I feel like since him winning that Champions League, he's just got this aura of confidence around him, like nobody's better. Mm. And when Fabinho was injured, that's when I thought Liverpool would slip because when he got injured, it was around December time when we had the intense amount of fixtures. We had to go to Qatar, all mm. that. And I thought, who's going to. Like, Henderson doesn't like that role. He's already said this season he asked Klopp to move further forward. Yeah. And he's played it probably on par with Fabinho, if not sometimes better than yes. Fabinho. Yeah. And um, that's credit to him. Fabinho is the best holder midfielder in the world. And we haven't missed him. <coughs> we haven't. He's a fantastic player. And in that position, he's one of the best in the world. Um, and as you say, Henderson's just slipped right in. And credit to him we haven't missed Fabinho and I never thought I'd say that because yeah. when he when he hit form Fabinho he was like what do they call him go gadget or something yeah he's everywhere absolutely everywhere but with Henderson <clears throat> we go touch back on PFA player of the year mm-hmm. who, who else could win it bar Henderson because I Van Dijk got it last year mm-hmm. um, <coughs> Van Dijk set the bar so high I don't think he'll get it again this year because it's just Van Dijk now. It's just I think he's got the same. He's in the same breath as Messi, and now mm. he's just that consistent. It's just I don't think he will get PFA Player of the Year because that's something that is an impact on a team. It's yeah. not like the Ballon d'Or where it's just a status thing. Um, who? But in my eyes, there's nobody else in <coughs> English football who's had more of an impact on a team than Jordan Henderson this year. No, I mean none of the other teams have had that I can think of a player who's massively affected the the form or the. They've got obviously you've got the striker scoring goals. Danny Ings has done quite well for Southampton, I think. But I mean, as you say, it's an impact this season. Henderson. The only other person I maybe thought of was Vardy. Seems to have found his form again under Rodgers, but he's just got but injured, now he's he? yeah, but now then he was fizzling out. And <coughs> he's got injured, but with Henderson, when I when I watch, I've been watching him, dare I say it, but the way he's been leading the game, it's reminded me of Gerrard. He's no no in no, the he's talented as Stephen Gerrard, and Stephen Gerrard will be the best player that's ever played for Liverpool in my eyes. Yeah. But in terms of his leadership qualities, obviously he learned from the best with Stevie. Um and the way he's been leading that team in recent weeks, it's Gerrard esque. It is, and I think that was the the issue when Henderson got the, the armband. His major flaw that I could see was that he wasn't Stephen Gerrard. Yeah, and everyone used to always say that, didn't they? Like it's not Gerard, and I think that's why because we, we've been so spoiled having Gerard for that long. Whoever's gonna come in straight away is gonna be the four guy because the. I was thinking though is obviously everyone used to slate Henderson, me myself. Did we slate him because he wasn't Gerard? Because Jurgen's always stuck with Henderson, always. Every manager that he's had is stuck, stuck with, with Henderson. Him. There's a reason he plays for England. There's a reason he's gonna captain England in the Euros. There's a reason Jurgen kept him as the club captain of Liverpool. I personally think Henderson is that people are now starting to appreciate him more because he's won stuff at Liverpool and they aren't now saying, but Gerard, Because ultimately, if he wins the league this year, which he will, mm. he's done what Gerard never could. Yeah. I know he's in a better team. <coughs> Ger- Gerard had shocking players around him uh, when you think of the teams Gerard yeah, being in. Yeah, barring one or two seasons, he had some awful, awful yeah. teammates. I mean, the guys that put up with their lads, Jew from the likes. So. And Paul Chesky and... <sighs> Jovanovic and Andre Varane and Audrey Varane and like when you think of some of the teams that have had, we deserve this year. Yeah, <laughs> everyone says well they're probably unbearable this year, but I think they've made us unbearable. When they've given me, so I've had twenty five years of being called a bin dipper and ninety six. People talking about that, which is disgusting, mm. and all these insults you get week in week out off off away fans. The only game I've been to this year where we haven't been slated by fans is Sheffield United because um, obviously they always have a dig but when we mm. played Sheffield United it was around Christmas time and you usually hear the thieving skulls so left them that Sheffield United would, they had good banter to be fair saying like Champions League one you'll never see mm. that and I just feel like we are going to be unbearable and 
we've got a captain who everyone thinks is absolutely shocking and we're going to win the league with him. And we, I, I think we're Liverpool fans, they know, they know a good player when they see it. Like Bobby is only just this season. People start to say how good he is. I've said for years, Roberto Firmino is the system. Yeah, Liverpool yes. do not play. <coughs> when you when I think about that now, if you think back to the games where Trent's being benched for a rest, mm. Liverpool, the creativity dies out. Yeah. Trent is so important, but the whole whole team there's no individuals in it. When you think back to the, the when we nearly won it with Rodgers, it was Suarez. It was Suarez. I know there was Suarez and storage and it was the SAS and then Sterling as well, mm. but it was Suarez. It was Everton come through Suarez. He was the main man. Where now to me, there's not one player in the Liverpool team who's like. Apart from Van Dijk, who, who is the best in the world. But, but if you took Van Dijk out, I still think we'd, we'd do a job. We'd do but a because job. we took Alisson out for 10 games, we didn't get beat. And by the way, Adrian, shout out to Adrian, by the yeah, way, because he is the best backup keeper in the world. For Come me. In, done a job. When I, remember, I was at the first game of the season against Norwich, and when Alisson got injured, I remember turning um, to Jordan, and I sat back to him and saying, I don't know what we're going to do this season. Because... Let's not forget, Adrian was West Ham's second choice keeper. It didn't he? wasn't the first choice keeper. He was their cup keeper, mm. and he's come to Liverpool. His agent deserves a pay rise. He's about to, he's going to, he's won the Super Cup, the Club World Cup, and he's going to win the league, potentially even the Champions League in this season. He's here, but when he's coming and done a job, and that's what I mean. There's no player in Liverpool. Allison's best keeper in the world. You take him out, we didn't get beat. <laughs> Van Dijk's best centre half in the world. You take him out, don't think we get beat. The team's not full of individuals anymore, yeah. and every single player in the team wants to win for the shirt. They're not boggles individual athletes, and whether that's through the press officers being so resilient with them that every single interview you have is just next game, next game, next game. No one's talking about it. I think they're thinking it. They, of I course, think the likes of like Trent, like the scouts in the team, <coughs> they're thinking it. Like Trent, Curtis Jones, Nico Williams, and stuff, they're all thinking we're going to win the league, and they are getting excited. But because you see it from like the instant captions where Trent's like one game at a time, where other people are like, that's, we keep that's just drummed into them. I mean, I think even Jurgen Klopp at that United game when Salah scored, if you could read his mind, you can see it in his face. He was like, that's the moment. He was the same as everyone. That's the moment. That was the tipping point for everyone. And, and that's the first time I've feel Sunday. Exactly. Everyone's been holding it in for weeks. Um, I, I said on last week's podcast that I've heard people saying who pulled up the league, and I don't like, I'm not one to say it. Because I have had the pain of Rodgers' season and the pain of last season. Mm. Um, but the whole stadium said we're going to win the league after that United game, didn't they? And after the Wolves game, it was sung again. <laughs> I it, think it, even even before the United game, we were 13 points clear. If you'd have put us in City's position, if we were 13 points behind City at that point, you'd say, you'd the, say league. the league's over. Yeah, And I think Klopp probably would as well, wouldn't he? Yeah. He'd be coming up and press oh, you know, it's a long way to go. But with the game in hand against West Ham, we're going, we will go 19 points clear from City at the top. Uh, yeah. So when you think back to Leicester, won the league on roughly 70-odd points. Um, Liverpool are on 60 points, so it's not even the end of January. Right. It, it's it's scary. We will be on over 60 points by the end of January, and... That's saying if we beat West Ham, but then uh, if that's that, that their stadium, I can't see us not beating them. I think if we had a really bad day, we might get a draw, but mm. the Leicester absolutely tore them apart last week. West Ham are just, they're just one of them teams who will always be in the league. They've got, but they've got good players, but they'll never be. Yeah. It's, it's, it's they're, n- they're never going to challenge for Europe. They probably... They're a bit like Everton, really. They've got a good team, a good manager, but they can't do nothing mm. with it because the fan base demands too much and... They've obviously been in London, they've got the likes, they've seen like, like a Chelsea and yeah. Arsenal have dominate, well, same with Everton, they've seen us, Everton are just Everton, mm. aren't they, but I just, I'm not worried, 19 points clear, probably <coughs> by the end of January, there's nobody else who's going to win it. it. It would it would kill me, I mean, I, I think that me and football, they'd be done, they'd be done, That's, I mean, that, that'd be such a, I think that'd be like historic, it, would it be historic? A, People yeah. would never forget that if if, if that we, happened. And I don't think we'd ever no. look at that. Never. No. Uh, um, I don't know why we chat and about that because it's just not going to happen. John Onmanamino as well, um, a player I was really looking forward to seeing in the last podcast. Finally got his chance, um, but there's been news coming out that Manny's had scans and he's okay. Oh, so I think it was just precaution, mm-hmm. um, and he has to come off. So I think he just knew something wasn't right. He didn't have a bad day. You ninety six pass completion. Klopp said he needed treatments on his calf for half time because obviously he's went from the Austrian league. Uh, he's played Champions League football, but mm. ultimately he's went from the Austrian league to the Premier League. 
and the intensity against Wolves, obviously the hardest game we've played this season, would you say it was a good debut? It was okay. Well, he didn't set the world on fire, but he did okay. He didn't. Well, see, I I focus on him a lot, um, and I think me personally would say he was the most underrated player on the pitch that day. Nobody spoke about him, but he was everywhere. His movement was quite good. I think if um, if Salah squares that ball to him and he scores, we talk about it in a whole different way. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think with with Minamino as well, I think he just hasn't got the confidence in the team yet to take players on. So when he got the ball. Like his ninety six pass completion, he was just passing, passing it away. And you can't fault him for that because he ninety six percent of his passes went to a Liverpool player, so he was his pass was with pinpoint accuracy. But do you think maybe he didn't have the confidence to, to scream at Salah? So maybe got on that chance, you think he should be yeah. screaming for? So when you think back to when Salisbury played us, um, one of my favourite seats in, in Anfield is the main stand upper because you can see everything. I think I was behind you for that game, wasn't I? Yeah, and when you, he's the, this is the player who. Give Van Dijk a run for his money. Yeah. He's the first player who ever done it. He was absolutely phenomenal. I think if, when you think back to Klopp's face when he turned Liverpool's defence inside out. Mm. So when he's got the confidence, you know what he can do. But I just don't think he had the co- he had the confidence at Salisbury because of how well he was playing. He had Haaland in front of him to take on Van Dijk. Now he's coming to the biggest team in the world. And he obviously he's going to lack confidence. So mm. I'm thinking he's still going to need time like Robin <coughs> did, like Fabinho did. And Klopp's so good at easing that in. Yeah. But at the end of the day, Minamino's not been brought in to, to play. Week in, week out, he's been brought in as cover. So we can play where Bobby plays, you can play where Mo plays, you can play where Sadio plays. Would you play him tomorrow against Shrewsbury? All day. Even though he's played most of the game on Thursday? Yeah, like, I'd play him all day. Um, it's not going to be as intense as Wolves. I think Shrewsbury will come at us. Uh, they got some good players. I was watching it, watching some of the games back before. They got some good players to play some good football. Mm. Um, Who did they just beat to get to us? It was a, the, the defender got that last minute oh, winner or something, even, wasn't I it? Even think it was a team above them, I'm sure. Yeah, um, this the, this is Shrewsbury's biggest game of the season. Playing against the European champions, soon to be English champions, they're going to come at us. But I will play Minamino because at the end of the day, Shrewsbury are a few weeks below us. They're not they're not Liverpool quality, um, and I think playing Minamino, he would run rings around them. It give them confidence. If he bags a goal, he's going to give them the world of confidence. Yeah. Now when he scored for Liverpool. Um, I personally would go with the normal bench with the kids. So you'll have Divock playing, yeah. you'll have Adrian playing, you'll have Minamino playing, um, potentially Keita if he's, I don't know if he's still injured. Yeah, that guy is made out of biscuits. Uh, <laughs> but when he plays, he, he, we started to see glimpses of what he is. Um, he is going to be phenomenal. If we can yeah. get the, the, the Nabi Keita that, that we <laughs> saw for Leipzig, mm. he is some player. But it's getting that out of him. It's getting that case out of him. We have seen glimpses of it. I think if he's fit, he plays. Um, Curtis Jones. You put all him? day. All day. Curtis Jones should be playing all day. He's he's now... He's just skyrocketed in terms of reputation at the club when you think at the start of the season. He was never on the bench. He was just one... He was the captain of the youth team, I think. Um, but he was just... He was a youth player. and mm. like, that, I think this season, he's been on the bench most games. Yeah. Uh, he's catapulted himself... Um, right into Jürgen's plans I think um, I think that goal against Everton's done the world of good yeah. the absolute world of good and uh, I'm disappointed to have seen Brewster go out on loan because mm. um, I think he would have been good for a club run but I can understand why yeah uh, and I hope he will well Swansea and I think the thinking is if, if Swansea if Brewster performs there they're probably going to come up because they're on the they're on the cusp of, <coughs> of the playoff places and I think if they come up he'll go on loan with some again and do a season in the Prem yeah. with them um, I think that's that's good thinking by Jürgen because he's not going to go into the front three anytime soon. No. But the player we've just bought, I can't even think of the name of top of my head, first game scored two goals. Uh, he's an absolute nobody, but he's just been brought in to replace Brewster in the okay. youth setup. I think he'll play. Okay. Um, but how about that Chiravella? You give him a goal? Yeah, I give him a goal. I think he's I think he's just he's just one of them. He's like the most senior youth player we've got, <laughs> yeah. isn't he? Um, mm. I don't think he'll be here after this season. Because he's twenty three, twenty four now. I think he for his own personal development he needs yeah, to Yeah, I mean on. at that age he should if he's not in the first team regularly. Yeah. I think out of the like you always know who's gonna who's gonna make it out of the kids when you see mm. them. Um but Liverpool in my eyes over the next few years have got such a right back dilemma. Trent is obviously the best in the world. So he's there. Then you've got Necho Williams who mm. is he he's overtook however now now I used to think Kijan however was 
amazing. And next to Van Dyke, he's going to flourish. Because yeah. if you think about it, in a few years, we could have Kijana, however, set Vandenberg and Gomez. So it's the Dutch core again, like yeah. the right and left back. We've got Van Dyke at the minute, he's like having two players. <laughs> but Necho Williams is overtook. However, in my eyes, Necho Williams has been. He had the assist against Arsenal to get a Rigi's yeah, last minute yeah. goal. Uh, he was phenomenal against Everton. I think he'll start against Shrewsbury and they've, they've, they've played against Arsenal and Everton and Villa. I know they got knocked out by Villa. Shrewsbury's going to be a walk in the park for them. <coughs> Harvey Elliott yeah. has to start. He is the best 16 year old I've ever start. seen for Liverpool. He is some, some player. You can see he's got a bit of an ego on him, but rightfully so. He, yeah, he's I, I don't mind a bit of that. He's well class. I like that he's different with his hair and stuff. Yeah. I like that he's kept it moving to the pool. <laughs> I like that he's a boy with red. Um, you can just see he wants he wants to play for the team. Yeah. All the kids do, but when it, it, it it's quite refreshing to see a young lad coming through the academy who's actually got a bit of arm and he's yeah. not just like a robot that they've moulded into you know this media friendly player. player that they, they just roll them all through like that. He's actually got a bit of arm. Yeah, I really really there. like Harvey Elliott. I don't think since he's come in. He's had a bad game for Liverpool, even when he played for the first team. I mean, I'm not, I don't watch the youth stuff much, but I know when I do, and I have watched it. He's, he's, he's scored some phenomenal goals. He's played unbelievable. Mm. Um, he's such so confident for a kid. Yeah, so confident. But I do feel like, do you think now? I've, I've seen him in the papers this week. Bobby Duncan apparently getting moved on from Florentina because he's been demanding first team football and they're getting rid of him. He's got rid of the <coughs> agents to get the move through. It just screams what happened in the summer. Do you think he's devastated now when he looks at it and thinks, sees how much opportunities these kids are getting in the first team? He must be gutted. He must be. Yeah. He's because he's looking at all his mates getting a game. And, he, and then being the big mouth, he's got off and then... He hasn't, he, hasn't, he hasn't played well. He was, go- he was good for the poor kids. He was good. He's a notorious goal scorer. Bobby Duncan reminds me a little bit of Michael Owen in a sense of not was ever good enough for him. Mm. Yeah, he's got so much talent. But he, he's going to move Always around. Always wants more. Yeah, he's going to move around that much. He's not going to... If Michael Owen would have stayed at Liverpool, he would have had the best stats ever for a Liverpool player. It'd be an absolute Liverpool legend. Mm-hmm. I know he left to go to like the likes of Madrid. He said it was a mistake and he wanted to come back and Rafa wouldn't have him so he went to Newcastle. But then, Madrid aren't in my... You shouldn't, if you're a boy or red, no club. If for me, if I ever played for Liverpool and Real Madrid came in, Liverpool's bigger it's than not Real Madrid. Because there's only one way from Liverpool. Yeah. And especially at the minute. <coughs> there's no way the, the, any any club you move to from Liverpool has just stepped out I've, I've said that as well like people in Mane to Madrid this year why would he go there and Madrid aren't even winning there and it seems like everyone who's going there is going worse Hazard yeah. has not been Hazard no. over there Courtois has been shocking <coughs> awful, awful and Courtois was really good at Chelsea like unbelievably yeah, good um, so it just seems like but then I'd like Madrid to not focus on Mane and focus on De Bruyne just to get him away from City. <laughs> but I do think Pep said he's going to stay next year so I think De Bruyne will stay. But I think once Pep goes that team's going to crumble. Mm. I I think the, the best person for De Bruyne to learn under would be would be to go to Madrid and learn under Zidane. Yeah. If you're learning from the best ever you, he's good, yeah. it, you'll get better. And he, it can De Bruyne get better. It, it's, it's scary to think about it. But that like going back to like Liverpool's period of dominance, Pep's gonna do another season. I think depends how well they do in the Champions League this I year. I think if they go out in the early stages of the Champions League, it'll be gone. It'll be gone. The, yeah. the city, the city owners won't stand for it, and I don't think he. I think he'll spit his dummy out and just get off. And I think if Inter win the Italian league, Sarri will get sacked from Juventus, and then mm. I think the opportunity for Pep to go and manage Juventus and work with Ronaldo and be one of the only managers to have worked with Ronaldo and Messi. I think mm. that opportunity is too too tasty for him I think to go to Italy and do it there as well mm. Pep's notorious he's, he's going to go around every league he's, he's going to go to Italy and he's probably going to go to France he's going to win the league and he'll be the mm. manager who's won the five biggest leagues <laughs> see, I'd like to see him go to not go to PSG go to I don't know anyone else in France Monaco if he goes he's to Monaco or if he goes to Saint-Étienne and win the league with them Pep Guardiola is him. the biggest fraud yeah, in world like, football I, I, I stand by that I'll argue that till I'm on in, me, in a mm. coffin he is the biggest fraud in world football I said on the last podcast I say it to everyone one of my mates he is always saying to me no he's not he's world class he's, he's a fraud he wouldn't have done what Klopp's done at Liverpool no chance we, we wouldn't have won the league under Guardiola I doubt. the teams they've had they, 
when he was in Barca, he had Ronaldinho, Messi, Xavi in his prime, Iniesta in his prime. Best Hugo, players in the world. Busquets. Barcelona back in the day, there was no stopping them. They were the team. Um, then he went to Bayern Munich, who had, and he had Robin and Rebe when they were the best wingers in the world. Yeah. He had Lewandowski and Neuer. Went to, went to City, and he's, he's got arguably the greatest striker ever in the Premier League. Bar Henri, but mm. Aguero, for me, just edges it. Um, I used to absolutely hate Henri. Because he, every <laughs> he time used to tear us yeah. one every time we played Henry, he is I mean, incredible, but I think Aguero is the best striker the Premier League's ever seen. So in that, when you think about the City team he's had, he's, he had a company... I mean, obviously he made changes and he didn't get it right straight away. He brought Bravo and didn't get it right. Got Edison. But he's but, gone into rich clubs. So with, like with City, they could go. He could say, "I want this player," and exactly go to spend the club, them two hundred million on yeah. Like they say, <coughs> see a City fan saying they both bought the league this season. They've still spent. They spent was it 50, forty or fifty million on Cancelo? Spent forty fifty million on Rodri. So they've still bought players, and this, Cancelo doesn't start. They still start Kyle Walker, even though Cancelo is. I don't know if you see much of him in the Italian leagues. He is a fullback and a half. <coughs> yeah. Cancelo is world class, and he just doesn't seem to to play for City. When he does play for City, he's not the best either. So maybe that's a confidence issue. City, I think, will crumble when he goes. I think Sterling, money bags will probably go wherever Pep goes because yeah. money. I think Pep will take Phil Foden with him as well because he said he's the best player he's ever worked with tactically. Mm. I wonder who City will get next because probably I think Thomas it's a... Tuchel. They'll probably try and follow the because he's obviously learned he's followed mm. on from Jurgen and didn't he in, in Dortmund and stuff. I think whoever comes after Pep is gonna be a four guy, I don't think it's gonna be a case of I think the best transition for City would have been keeping Arteta yeah. as Pep's number two until Pep left and then him naturally easing into it. Because mm. um, he, he hasn't been bad at Arsenal, he hasn't won a game yet, but he hasn't <laughs> he hasn't been been bad. He's got like the Chelsea game midweek, Arsenal were firing all cylinders, mm. but one, I do genuinely believe Liverpool are going to dominate world football for the next 10 years. Yeah. Whilst Jürgen's in charge... It would take something it. drastic to change that. And obviously the King's going to come back when Jürgen goes. Um, you couldn't have wrote that, could you? They both no. signed the contract the, on the street. Was it yeah. the same day or the day before? I, I don't think Jürgen's going to stay till 2024. <coughs> I think he'll, if he wins the league and Champions League this year, I think he might do one more season. And he just signed a new contract? Though. Yeah, but I don't, think, I don't think he'll stay till 2024. If he does... Fantastic. I think if he, I think if Jürgen stays till 2024, he's going to end his career at Liverpool. Do you think Gerrard is going to last that long at Rangers? Yeah. Do you think? Yeah. Even if they don't... They love him. They absolutely love him up there. Like, when you speak to Rangers fans, they absolutely adore Stephen Gerrard. So if they go another two seasons and they don't win the league or they don't win the cup, they don't win a thing. It's not just that though with Rangers. When you think Rangers have come back from a team that's been... Was it the third tier of Scottish football they went down yeah, to? Yeah, yeah, they got it. So Gerard brought them back. He's got them into Europe every year. He's, he's doing well in Europe. I don't think Gerard brought them back up, did he? They were already in the no, he was already in the Scottish yeah. Premier, but Gerard got them back into Europe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's done well in Europe. Um, I think they're in the they got off, they got off the, the, the they did the they group, got off yeah. the group and they got they had young boys on finals in that group. Mm. I wrote Rangers off when I seen their group. It was a tough group for them. He got out of that. Obviously, his European experience. Mm. He beat Celtic the other day. The last time I, I checked, think, I think that's a big moment for him. I'll have another look now. But I had last time I checked, <laughs> they was above Celtic. No Celtic. Oh. I think two points clear, but Rangers got a game in hand last time I checked. That was yesterday, the day before, unless they played since I checked. Let's have a gander. Like uh, if, if Rangers win the game in hand, they go top. So currently, Celtic are playing now, so Rangers must be playing tomorrow. So it's currently Celtic are three points clear at the, at the time recording, uh, but it's 0-0 against Ross County, so they're going to mm. probably probably win that. So they'll be five points clear, but Rangers will then got two games in hand. So if so they win both of them. If they win both the top. So... It, if Gerard wins the league this year, he will probably, build him a statue. he'll probably be regarded as one of Rangers' best ever managers. Don't forget, Celtic the past three years from the treble, treble. Yeah. Um, they've won the treble the past three years. Mm. I think Stevie will be one of their best ever managers. Even if Gerard doesn't win anything at Rangers, would you still think he's the natural replacement for Klopp? <sighs> Depends how badly he does at Rangers, to be honest with you. I mean, I'd have him. I would have him. And Without I, doubt, I would take I him. Think no um, matter who takes over Jürgen Klopp to Liverpool, the intensity is there, the yeah. style of play is there. When you I mean, watch, don't get me wrong, I wouldn't, I would never fire Jürgen Klopp to bring him in. No, but no. when, when you know, when Klopp's time comes to an end, I'll bring Stevie in and see how he does. Well, if, when you watch Rangers, 
Gerard does play quite intense football. He quite he is his style of play is really good. It's, it's different to Klopp's, but then the energy of the players that Gerard would inherit off Jurgen would be exactly what he wants. He wants yeah. players who can play full throttle for ninety minutes. He's got that when he comes into the pool. I think if he comes to the pool, I don't think he'll bring all his coaching staff with him from Rangers. He's got a really good coaching set up there, yeah. um, with like Gary Mark and stuff and Tom Coleshaw and Alan. He's got a good coaching set up, but I think if he comes into the pool. I think if he took it, he'd have the likes of Carragher in his backroom staff. I, I do believe that mm. for his football brain. Do you think Carragher would give up his cushy little job on Sky though? Just to... Would Jamie Carragher leave Sky Sports with Gary Neville to come and work with Stephen Gerrard <laughs> in Liverpool's backroom? Yeah. Do you think so? Yeah. yeah. Carragher's one of the, he's a phenomenal pundit, um, but it's obvious how much he goes to the pool. I think he would for Gerrard. Um, if Alonso's not made much in management by then, he's managing. In like a kids, t- well, like under eighteen yeah. or something in in Spain, I think he might come in because when you think also the players Gerard's worked with who respect him so much, Gerard could have the likes of Torres as his forward coach, Alonso yeah. as his midfield coach, Carragher and Ipia as his defensive coaches, yeah. and then Reina as his goalkeeper yeah. coach. Realistically, or any or anybody if, else, if you know, if they don't afford it or the. But then John Achtenberg seems to have improved this year because well, I don't know if that's just Allison being <laughs> yeah. in the class, but. Um, I think if Ger- Gerard's backroom staff might change when it comes to the pool, it would be out modern day. The saddest day of my life was when Stephen Gerard left the pool. It was, yeah, that was. Uh, I think it hurt. It hurt. I think it hurt him more. Like hearing that, <laughs> hearing that speech, and he's come out and said on on Carragher's podcast, which by the way, if you if you listen to it, if you are, oh, yes. oh, it's one of the best you podcasts you'll ever hear. Better than Cartesia. Yeah, the the Carragher and Gerard, they just got. It's mad because you. If you listen to it, you'll get what I mean. So Gerard, you you only know Gerard's voice from what you hear on the telly. So he's yeah. media trained. He's well spoken. When he sat sits down next to Carragher, he's the biggest scout ever. Yeah. <laughs> ever. Um, yeah, the cameras not. But he says him. his biggest regret was leaving. So goes LA Galaxy. He got offered a pay as you play, which he believed was wrong, which is wrong because he is the For the player of his stature. Yeah, like, he should have. He could rightfully have a stature outside of the pool. Yeah. Um, but then he he believes if he would have stayed, he would have got the back end of the. Klopp, yeah, uh, he'd, he'd have loved the season under Klopp, wouldn't he? Yeah, and I think Klopp would use Gerard fantastically. I mean, if Gerard weren't managing, I wouldn't write it off as giving him a yeah. six month. I mean, he could have come in and done a Milner, couldn't he? Yeah. just just played that somewhere. Played that somewhere. Yeah. I would, I would have loved that. I would absolutely love that to see Gerard. But obviously, he's in Rangers. Um, I do think he he will inherit it, and he's the best there is, the best there was, the best there'll ever be. We'll never see a more complete midfield than Steven Gerrard. If you imagine Steven Gerrard in in this good pool side. I mean, <laughs> it 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 would be tough. we know he's the best ever. Mm. Other people don't. I think I hope for his sake, he does come back and he does win the league as manager. Yeah, because that's that's right. for him. Right I think that must forward. be tearing him apart. Yeah, and it will do until. That's why I said on last week's podcast to win it. When we lift it, it's going to be against Chelsea, and there's no better team. People, I obviously if we win it at Goodison and lift it against Chelsea, the what's the point of watching football anymore? I, I said know. that last week. But to lift it in front of all their fans is the best thing ever because they're the worst fans in the world. I absolutely despise Chelsea. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be perfect. But looking forward to tomorrow's game. What score do you reckon? What score do you reckon Liverpool's kids are going to do Shrewsbury? I'd say probably 3 or 4 one. I can see us conceding. I can't. <coughs> when you think about Adrian against Everton... Adrian's come on leaps and bounds. The confidence. If Lovren plays, I know Lovren's got a mistake in him. He's got a mistake in him, and he'll, he'll be rusty. Yeah, he'll be not fully fit. So I think that they'll probably target. Well, the that. team I'd go with would be Adrian, Necho Williams, Matter, Lovren, because Vandenberg's just not ready. <laughs> Um, probably that Larucci that Larucci I really like him I liked him in pre-season and he, when he, he was the one who got his leg nerve broken by that it's severe that team, severe yeah. team they were horrible um, but I think I'd play him the midfield I'd go with ooh Kaiser if he's fit but I don't know if he will mm. be um, but I'd go with Lallana he'll probably play CBM yeah, he played very yeah. well against against him Everton I I'd think probably, he'll be captain I'd probably play that Shiravella Shiravella and Curtis maybe Curtis Jones yeah all day if, if Curtis Jones doesn't play I'll be dead <laughs> yeah. uh, and then the front three I'd go with Origi um, Minamino and Elliot yeah 
I'm Minamino on the left, Origi in the middle, Elliot on the right. And that's strong enough. I think that's strong enough to beat most teams. Yeah. I think Origi will play because obviously he hasn't played much. Mm. He is our king, our lord. <laughs> um, what a guy. But <coughs> I reckon 6 0. You're you going 6 bro. I wasn't wrong, may I add, on the last week's podcast. I said I can see Liverpool beating Manchester United 4 0. Now, if we're going to be technical, <laughs> Bobby's goal was a goal. That deserves two, actually, for the so, finish. So that, that was a goal, and when Alton's was offside, yeah, so I was one goal off, but we still scored four goals, technically. But yeah, I'm going to, Mr. Matt, Matt McGregor, um, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking five or six now. Think. Um, I'll stick with 3-1. After watching a few Shrewsbury games, the, the good, but then, I mean, that team is just too strong. I, and it's it's good but scary to think of how good that isn't even probably is it our second choice team or our third choice? It's the kids second, yeah, it's, it's a mixture, isn't it, of yeah, kids and I mean don't get me wrong, I hope you're right. Absolutely battle. I mean Liverpool's kids play best with that bit of experience. When you cast your mind back to Villa, they were amazing because mm. it was just solid kids. Klopp yeah, wasn't yeah. there. I think when Klopp's there and they got a few I even, players. I wouldn't even class that game as part of our season. No. It was a joke how it was set up anyway and the fact we had to play it. But mm. when you think back, every time them kids have played with a bit of experience, you can't fault them. No, they And I'm going to go for a Curtis Jones 40 yards screaming tomorrow. Yeah. Because that Everton game wasn't a fluke. When you watch the academy games, he scores them goals for fun. He scored one a week or two after the Everton game for the academy. It's Gerard-esque, his finishing. Yeah. It really is. When I really hope that he has another unbelievable game. Um, you think Jack will get a goal? I think he's still injured. Is he There's injured? talks of him going to Roma, but then I'm thinking, why would anyone leave Liverpool when you're about to get a Premier League medal? I, know. Um, I like Shaq. I do like Shaq. I know apparently he's got a bit of an ego, and players who play on like Crouchy and stuff, they've said he... he bit of a diva, like, yeah. hasn't he? But, I mean, he's got such a good touch. Like, he could... I can't remember who he come on against and his ball was played over the top and it come down with snow on it. Yeah. And he just put his foot out and it was stuck to his foot. And like, he's, he's so just good. come on the pitch. He is a good player. He's good back up as well, but yeah. if Roma are going to pay the 30 million now, I've seen Roma, they, oh, they we'll can take have him. Yeah, yeah, um, I'll, I'll drive him <laughs> for 30 million. Yeah. I, think, I don't even know how much we paid for him. It wasn't much. No, it was 17, well 17 million. Like that, it, was, yeah. it was a fairly risk-free and when you think about it, since he's left, Stoke Stoke have crumbled as well. Yeah. Stoke aren't doing well um, at all, so it just shows how important he was to Stoke. But yeah, tomorrow I'm going round 6 0. I'm going Divock Hatrick, Curtis Jones, Screamer, and Harvey Elliott's going to get one, and Minamino's going to get one as well. And I think my other match tomorrow is going to be Minamino if he plays. You know? um, I think he's going from the Austrian league, so Shrewsbury's probably the type of competition he's used to facing. And in that league, he was. Daft, he was a da- He was him and Harland. Harland's just daft. Anyway. I mean, he scored five goals in like yeah. half an hour or so. Yeah, he's, he's daft. Anyway. <laughs> he's a player we should have looked at, but yeah. um, obviously we're gonna get better than him by the looks of it with Timo Werner. But we'll see. would you would you say Timo Werner's better than Harland? Yeah, Timo Werner's absolutely incredible. I do watch quite a bit of German football. Mm. Um, I mean, Werner's doing been doing it for longer, and he's played the past two months. Um, it's been absolutely incredible. People know how good he's been just in yeah, the fact I mean, that PFA he's had to play with a month. His finishing is sensational. He's unbelievable. See my Werner and I I think if he come I think when Werner comes in that'll be when Henderson starts to not play every game. Uh, and because I think Bobby will drop further back. And then Bobby Wer- in the midfield, yeah. Yeah, I can see Bobby in the midfield and, and Werner up for, I can't see us ever taking Bobby out for what he does yeah. at work ethic and he is the system. So I can see Bobby dropping back a bit. Um, and Werner playing because I can't. The only the only position I can see mid in the midfield going would be Anderson's due to age. Because if he carries on playing next season like he's done this season, I don't know who you'd take out that midfield because Wijnaldum Wijnaldum is so consistent. He's one Wijnaldum against United. I, he was pushing for man of the match for me. I mean, I've he met him. I, used, I served him once when I used to work in clubbies, and he just wanted. He just doesn't stop smiling. Well, he's not a nice. Yeah, he's a genuinely nice fellow. He's a proper nice fellow, and I was so so pleased to see him. When I served, he'd only just signed. It was like, what's he going to be like? He's come from Newcastle. So pleased to have seen how well he actually has done for Liverpool. Mm. Um, but I do see the the end game being 
Werner being up front and Bobby dropping a bit further back. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'd be nice having Bappe next to Werner. That's quite optimistic. I don't think it is. I really don't think it is because even John Emery's wife didn't rule it out when she was tweeting about it the other day. She, she, was just about, she was just talking about stories of people asking for it. She's like, I only sign bats and balls, yeah. like baseball bats and footballs. Um, no one's ruled it out. Mbappe's come out and said we're a machine, said that mm. and Trent Alexander-Arnold is. Milner's done a celebration, Trent's done a celebration, Shaq's done a celebration. They're all, they're all like that. It just, no one's... Come on, Killian, no one's, you said, come. I know Klopp said we physically can't afford them, but I, mm. I do believe that if we get Mbappe, one of the front three's gone. Probably, oh, it'll cost prob- us. It'll cost us at least one player. I, I yeah. do think it might be Salah, uh, but if we get if our front three is Mane, Werner, and Bappe with Bobby behind them, that's frightening. We're good enough as we are now, and then you add are we going to be able to pay the wages for Mbappe? Though that's another. They pull up one of the highest wage bills in the league. We we did used to have a really good wage system, but we say that what like. When you get world class players, they're gonna be on over two. I think Salah's the highest on two hundred grand a week. So I think if you were to get rid of him for Mbappe, I think Mbappe would probably want about two fifty. So mm. it's fifty k more. For Salah's what twenty seven is he now? Yeah. Um, Mbappe's twenty twenty one. Yeah, still twenty still age. So twenty one years. Yeah. So then you just buy like that's our that's a good pool system. Buy young. Mm. So if they did want to sell them, you can make a profit. And I do believe even if you paid one hundred and fifty million for Mbappe, you could make a profit. What's the way if we're paying one fifty, I think so Salah might go to PSG as part of the swap deal. Different. I think it might be Salah and eighty mil for Mbappe, which all. How much did didn't PSG pay about two hundred mil for Mbappe? It was something ridiculous. I don't think it was that much. I think it was about one hundred and fifty something. It was something stupid. Um, but I think if they're getting Salah, who's like for like like, mm. like a right winger for them, um, PSG. This is their last season really of, of being decent because it looks like. Neymar wants to. He wants to go, doesn't he? He's probably going to go back to Barca yeah, or Madrid. Cavani's eight. Cavani's going by the looks of it um, to Atletico. Hope to God he doesn't come before the Champions League. Can't <laughs> score. Um, but then because he got a card, but that's all that's left there really. Because I think Neymar's going to go. I think Mbappe's going to go. Because he's even Mbappe's even said himself he's not talking about his future till the end of the season. And when players say that, they yeah, leaving. yeah, absolutely, yeah. They're not committing. If they're committing, then if you say the If you go ask Van Dijk where he's playing next year, he'll <laughs> say Liverpool. If you you've asked him, Mbappe, BBC asked him, and he said we'll speak about that at the end of the year. When you say that, you're going. Yeah, I mean, if you probably ask any player in the French league where he's playing next year, they're not going to want to commit to playing that fucking league. It's either. boring. It's awful. It? Yeah, it's boring. But yeah, tomorrow, 6 0. Hoping. I hope you're right. Hope you're right. right. I also hope I'm right because I'm putting money on 3 1. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'll see you all next week. Thanks for coming, Steve. No problem. Anytime.